What's going on, Button Mashers? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to episode 53 of SBR Reports. Fortnite make millions, Nintendo takes millions. Bum, bum, bum. But first, what we're going to talk about is something that's near and dear to my early internet days. Neopets. It was really interesting when I actually first met, um, when I actually first met my wife. One of the things she wanted me to do was uh, attempt to compromise Neopets. Um, yeah, so that was a thing that happened. Oh, uh, love. <laughs> Young, blossoming, trying to save your starving pets because you forgot your 15th password from when you were 10. Or you put in a fake birthday in there because your mother told you you should never put your real birthday on there. Oh, Jesus, I remember those days. Oh, God. Right? Now, interestingly enough, it's not as if it's coming to, like, some special new device. It's actually just coming back to the mobile device, and it's called Neopets Legends and Letters. That's interesting this sounds like a word quiz because it is it seems to be just that is it words with friends no it is not words with friends you will be playing words and you will have friends hopefully um but it is not words with friends now interestingly enough according to the announcement the new peopets game will be a mixture of neopets lore i didn't really know there was much of wow blasphemer okay you know nothing of the lore no no no, no. Ugh, get out of my sight. This is my studio. Anyway, it'll be a mixture of Neopets lore, puzzle game mechanics, and battles. Sounds like an excellent combination to me. As of now, there's still no news on whether or not they'll let us transfer our Neopets data from our browser account to the mobile app. I doubt that. Oh, goodness. I'm- that just reminded me of the Dark Fairy video game that had came out. All them years ago. Yeah. And I played the crap out of it because I had no life. Yeah, and to be honest, it kind of reminds me of Best Fiends. It does look like Best Fiends. It reminds me of Best Fiends mixed with Words with Friends. That's kind of what it looks like. And if you're interested in this at all, it's going to be available in October. So I got to say that's that's not too bad. Another thing that isn't too bad, and it seems as if everybody wants to make sure that they have absolutely nothing in Nothing to do with loot boxes in their games. And this is actually an interesting article, as reported by VGR.com, that Forza 7 will remove loot boxes and paid tokens. It will not be in Forza 7 or Forza Horizon 4. It seems as if they've, um, from whatever focus test that they did and just player feedback, that perhaps it's actually not very good to have it in the game. Um, Taking a snippet just directly from the article... Uh, the Forza 7 prize crates have been a quote-unquote source of controversy, yeah. uh, obviously, since the game came out, according to Hartman. After careful consideration regarding player feedback, the developer has decided to remove them entirely from the game. However, it will take some time before the removal will actually happen. This is because how deep the prize crates are integrated into the racing game. And... Forgive me for being that guy, not necessarily name-dropping, but this seems really familiar to what Jim Sterling had spoke about in regards to, uh, what was it, uh, Shadows of War? Mm-hmm. And how they had the Nemesis system, which was amazing, but then they had that marketplace where essentially with real money, you could just buy yourself a Nemesis that is exactly what you need and you never have to worry about really even using the Nemesis system. And then they took out the store 
thereby making the game itself really unbalanced. I, I just find that I just find that terribly it's interesting. One of, it's one of those things where I feel like the um, game companies realize a little too late. Oh, you know what? Our players actually don't like this. But on the bright side, since everything is pretty much digital and DLC based and software updating, yeah, it should be able to work out as long as they make sure the game is still balanced afterwards. Also. I can only imagine how upset people who did buy these things are going to be granted. I don't think a lot of people bought them in front. You know, let me not say that because I know some people that love these racing games more than they love breathing. Yeah, I know I have a few button mashers who are really into the racing games. And I think that they're I think that they're fun, just like I enjoy playing uh, well, Binding of Isaac and Dead Cells and into the gungeon um so forza forza horizon 4 and forza 7 will not ha, not have any loot boxes i think this is great i know that perhaps it is difficult to <laughs> difficult to try to monetize a game without including loot boxes but i'm 100 100 certain that people can actually do it and forza forza horizon 4 releases later Octo- later this year october 2nd for those of you who are interested in it and vroom, vroom. Hopping right next in, hopping right into the next one. You literally didn't go with rooming into the next one. I'm upset with you again. Okay, you're gonna have to calm that down. Okay, it's <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be fine. We're we're both going to be okay. But anywho, so Valve, not completely, but in so in Belgium and Deutschland with the video games CS:GO and Dota 2 you actually have the ability to see what you would get in your loot boxes now. Oh. So instead of it being... So it's always going to be a random chance, but at least this time you know what you would get. Taking a snippet from the article, the removal of multiple purchases to prevent players from potentially mass purchasing loot boxes. Previously, multiple box purchases gave you small discounts or extra bonuses for more boxes. Regarding the animation, many loot boxes had fancy animations that were designed to make players feel good about opening them. Psychologists defined the feeling as variable rate reinforcement. The adrenaline rush and dopamines in your brain affect you more if you are unaware of the rewards, but they are delivered on a periodic basis. Each game has their own animation and developers put extreme effort to make it look, sound, and feel amazing. So, gambling? Well, yes. So, yes. It's, <laughs> no, it is 100% still gambling, but at least now you know what you're going to be getting. Versus. Versus, like, for example, Team Fortress 2, where you would buy, you would play the game and earn boxes, but you would have to pay money, which I think is like $2.99 or whatnot, to open up a crate. Now, that crate would open up, and you don't know what it could be. Like, you didn't actually see anything. Like, they would give you, like, oh, it's a possibility of being a strange or an unusual item or something like that. But more often than not, it's simply just, oh, look, a another SMG. So, essentially, what they're doing is playing off of the fact that you see a shiny box and go, ooh, I bet a shiny weapon's in it, but it's just another shotgun. Well, yes, but with this one, you know, you you know what the you know what you can get. What I don't think is specified is what do you see the chances of what you can get. For example, in the in the article right here, um, they have let me see six six six. They have twenty. Um, they have twenty four items that you 
could earn, but they don't say what the likelihood of you getting one is to another. Obviously, the items are varied by rarity, but it's not you have a 20% chance to get the blue one, but you only have a 2% chance to get the gold one. You got a 15% chance to get the purple ones. See, they don't break it down like that. And it, it really seems as if some developers want to hold on to loot boxes, which is fine. But going back to what we covered with Forza 7, if it's so... If it's such an integral part of your video game, you have to ask yourself, does it really need to be? Like, I'm, and, and honestly, I, I can't necessarily say that that is the case. But then again, I'm not necessarily a fan of those specific types of loot boxes. I know what else you're not a fan of. I don't think anyone. I don't know why. I don't even know why this is still a thing. Why is this still a thing? Oh, your anger fuels me. So, I guess because Hello Games didn't learn their lesson before. Actually, no. Let me not say Hello Games. The people who bought No Man's Sky didn't learn their lesson that, hmm, maybe this company isn't exactly on the up and up. Um, G The site GOG has extended their No Man's Sky refund. According to what is exactly on their forum, they simply state... We know that many of you expressed disappointment about the lack of multiplayer feature in the latest update to No Man's Sky on GOG.com. While we have limited control over games and content updates, we want you to have the best and risk-free experience possible when you buy a game on GOG.com. Although Hello Games chose not to offer refunds over missing game content to our users and instead promised to bring the missing multiplayer content Later this year, we understand that some of you might not be willing to wait. For this reason, entirely at GOG's own cost, we are offering an extended refund policy for all owners of No Man's Sky. Even if your purchase is no longer covered by the 30-day money-back guarantee, you can contact our customer support team and we'll issue a refund in wallet funds. Wow, this is such a... Yeah, I messed up, but you guys so totally should have known better. But oh my god, I guess i'm gonna do this out of the goodness out of my heart but you know what you guys still suck that's how that sounds I oh am, my god i am this this is so <laughs> oh my i am unless someone apologize to me and offer me my stuff back oh i guess the thing that kind of <laughs> the, the thing that really kind of hurt me is that first of all Hello Games is not going to offer you any refunds at all. The only thing that they're going to do is they promised that they'll deliver the content back to you. You 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 made huge promises with this game before the update. So why why should I even why should I even wait? And it really sucks because as stated in this forum post, this is this is coming all out of GOG's pocket. It's like, oh, you already broke the trust. What makes you think people are going to trust your word that something you promised is going to actually come? And unfortunately, it seems as if that is still the case. People are still just like, oh, hey, they won't burn us this time. Gets burned. Oh, man, I can't believe they did that. Mm. Oh, man. And this is why pe gamers have trust issues. Yeah. Jeez. But one, one thing we can trust is the fact that Fortnite is not only is arguably the most popular 
video game in the world. You cannot go onto the internet without tripping over Fortnite. I can't even go on my 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 own just like random places where I go to see images and things like that. Like I funny and I see Fortnite plays. Like really why? Yeah, but Wh the founder of Sora is happy about it. Well, I mean, he's a billionaire now. Bum bum bum. So, according to Bloom, uh, according to Bloomberg, Tim Sweeney, the founder of Fortnite Studio <laughs> Epic Games, Sweeney. is now a billionaire. Sweeney, who is 47, is Epic's majority individual shareholder. The report goes on to claim that Epic as a company is worth between five billion and eight billion dollars. Jesus Christ! So, man, we should have bought shares in that. Yeah, with what money? Okay, look, we could have robbed somebody. I don't know. Oh. We don't we don't rob people, button masters. Don't do that. That was a bad joke. Now, I guess another thing that Bloomberg wanted to tell us, which is what one of Sweeney's favorite drinks is, which is sixty percent water and forty percent diet coke. Yeah. I uh. I guess. Are you trying to uh let some um people know just in case they're trying to get jummy? Like I, I, I that's guess. so weird. Now it, <laughs> Now the article also mentions the fact that he is a uh, he he's using his money a little differently. He's uh, according to the article he is dedicated to conservation efforts, and in 2016 he donated 15 million to permanently protect a 7,000 acre forest in the developer's home state of North Carolina, and he has over 40,000 acres of land right now since he's been buying land in North Carolina since 2008. That's a lot of land. That's a lot of like. What are you going to... trees. I mean, because my dad talks about, oh, I just want 40 acres and a mule. How about 40,000 acres and, like, 10,000 mules? I mean, by this time, in this day and age, that's, I think that's what that would be. Also, but, yeah, I don't... Uh, adjust, was, adjusting for mule inflation, you know? Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> but, like, I don't know what you, in particular, would do with 40,000 acres of land because he's saving the forest. You... You are anti-nature, baby. I'm not anti-nature. Nature can be out there and I'll be not. No, you're just going to build a giant smart house in the middle of the forest where no one can find you. Wow, it's like you know me. <laughs> it, it's, it's like you know me. But yes, that's most likely what I would do. And continuing on with a story that we had covered previously, Nintendo now presents the Nindy Game Gold Points Reward Summer 2018 Edition. Man, that is a mouthful. But they are showing fabulous-looking indie games. We have Run Bow Pocket, No Two Love, Devolution, Severed, which is actually a game that I played on iOS, mm -hmm. which which actually was not bad at all. Oh, this looks cute. And then we have Freedom Planet. Now, this is just simply what they have on their site. They have a variety of indie games that they are trying to make sure that they get onto the Switch. Obviously, they're going to be talking about Celeste. I can't turn on my, you know, Nintendo Switch, though I'm definitely not going to talk about Octopath uh, spoilers right now. Oh, Jesus. But can you contain yourself? I am trying my best. But yes, this, this really shows first and foremost that Nintendo was doing what they can to really get over... 30 indie titles on their eShop platform in a week. So what exactly does the point system do, Mr. Gamer? So with the with the point system, the idea is that you would then buy these games and you would get this these many 
um, I'm sorry, you would you can use your gold points to get these indie games. Um, Noitu Love Destruction is 80 gold points. Runbow Pocket is 110 gold points. Severed is also 110 gold points. And Freedom Planet is 110 gold points. I also note that not all of these titles are specifically for the Nintendo Switch. Freedom Planet is for the Wii U. Runbow Pocket, Noitu Love Devolution, and Severed are all three on the Nintendo 3DS. So how do we get these gold points? You get these gold points by just simply purchasing content within the Nintendo eShop. I believe that every dollar you spend equates to a certain amount of gold coins. And that makes sense. So the idea, so if you, I believe the, the idea is that if you've spent, let's just say $60 getting a game, well, you've got six gold points. You can use these points towards the purchase of anything as if it were currency, but now it just makes your dollar really go a little bit further. Essentially, you using your dollar twice if you really want to think about it, because... You know, so it's something I can never use because I just don't buy that many games. <laughs> well, if the idea is that if the idea is that the gold points don't ever expire, you will still get a use out of them. True. It's just might be a while until you do that. But that's it's completely be fine. Two thousand and twenty-five. But on to our main story. Oh, Nintendo! You <laughs> give us and you take us. You take it. Okay, now to be fair, they're yeah. taking it. They're 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 taking it. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting a bit of hanit. Thou art taking it. Uh, okay, so long story short, Nintendo really hates it when you steal their content. Like Woo! like really bad. They are that kid in middle school. You don't get to play with their dolls if you don't ask nicely. And definitely don't copy their doll and then say and don't copy their doll and try to like. Well, actually, now here's the argument. The two sites in question are Love ROMs and Love Retro. These are websites where you can download ROMs. You shouldn't, but you can. And Nintendo As uh, I saw it, I you. <laughs> Nintendo of America is going after these people because, you know, that's illegal. Now, here's the kicker though. The video game giant is requesting that the sites pay one hundred and fifty one hundred and one one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per rom infringement that's somebody's student debt that's a couple of hundred people's student debt and as of recording this i am just double checking this click click yes as of recording this video both love roms and love retro have been shut down Ooh. I okay yes so since the lawsuit was filed Love Roms has removed all of the publisher's games from his site while Love Retro has been completely shut down now I can already tell you that yeah they're already gone like this this is already done they're 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 done um now I don't necessarily know who owns Love Roms and Love Retro I'm going to assume it's the same person given how um com how the similarities of the name but Let's just say off the top of off the top of your head, Mr. Vol. Okay. What how many, <laughs> how many times do you think, for example, Super Mario World has been downloaded? Ooh. Um, how many uh let's plays do I have? Jesus Christ. Okay, um I'm gonna bar park and say about two hundred thousand. 
So two Maybe that's too much. So two hundred thousand. So two hundred thousand downloads. Because people like to re-download things if their computer crashes and stuff. And yes, and every single download would be considered an infringement. It could be the same person downloading it, you know, multiple times, but that is still an infringement. So that would equate that one ROM, that one ROM with the average of 200,000 downloads with the price of $150,000 per ROM infringement, $30 million. Uh, I think I just Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> Here's another thing, too. Uh, not only that, not only are they requesting $150,000 per ROM infringement, they're also requesting $2 million per copyright infringement. So Mario, Yoshi, Luigi, Wario. Z Samus. Samus, Zelda. Kirby. Link. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm not even in these people's shoes and I'm feeling for them. Granted, y'all shouldn't be doing illegal things, but God dang it, Nintendo. See, at this point, all I'm really thinking of is that we don't want, we, we want to crush you because we know that you probably don't have that sort of money. We want you gone. Nintendo literally went bully tactic with this. Like, there is no way these people will be able to pay this month's money. They will be facing jail time. Oh, most definitely. Like, Jesus Christ. And I, I, can't, I can't even say I find it interesting how aggressive Nintendo has been getting because, I mean, it's their Nintendo's stuff. always, thing is, Nintendo has always been aggressive. That's, that's not a secret. It's just, this is the most aggressive I've seen them. And these are websites I feel like that have been up for a very long time. Now, there are quite a few other websites that are that have been doing this for much longer and they are still around. I do believe that the website Cool Roms, which has I mean, been yeah. I mean, don't say that too loud. Nintendo's probably listening and going like, okay, cool roms. What else did you get? Uh. <laughs> it's like Honestly, I've been noticing this trend ever since Pirate Bay got like mega shut down that one time. Yeah, that one time, and then they came back because they went to a different. They went to an island, literally. But I am <laughs> where rules don't apply. I mean, I guess it's just really it, it's real important for people to first of all don't steal things that don't belong to you. Like, just don't. Uh, piracy is illegal. But God damn Nintendo. Yeah, we get it. We get it. You. You, you don't play you, around. You just They're don't. not pulling any punches. It's like this. Jesus Christ. It hurt. That it, hurts it. my feelings. Because I guess on one hand, yeah, illegal. But I think almost all of us growing up in these day and age has at least played a ROM or two. And so now I feel super bad. <laughs> Well, as long as big as long as Big Daddy Mario don't come knocking at your door saying Ooh, pay Jesus. me, I think you'll be okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's definitely painful. Ooh. All he right. came with him. He took his racket cuz Mario. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, with that being said, I think that's a good place to wrap up. I am Mr. Gamer and I am Kitty Duvall signing off. <laughs>